everybody to the Eyes on Big Podcast, your go-to Big Ten football podcast. I'm your co-host Jeffrey the Greek, joined as always by This is Big Kurt here. Big Kurt, you on Twitter? I am Big Kurt on Twitter at B1GKURT. And I am Jeffrey the Greek at Jeffrey the Greek. If you are listening to this podcast right now, we appreciate it very, very much. We appreciate it just as much, maybe even a little bit more. If you share the podcast via Twitter, via text it to your buddy or whatever, the numbers are growing, the Mm -hmm. uh, interactions are growing, which we're going to talk about in a little bit here. So we very much appreciate that. Um, Yeah, that's the best stuff about uh, when you see the numbers go. And don't be afraid to rate and review as well. Rate and review. Um, So uh, we are recording in the Downstairs Athletic Club, which is what our preferred spot to record. Uh, And when Kurt comes over... To my house, which is where the you know downstairs athletic club or downstairs uh, um, yeah athletic club is yeah. uh, located. Typically, he walks in and we we just start talking about how old we're getting. It's yes, one of, it's one of the main topics. I had I had an incident today, <laughs> so I didn't even I was I had this written down to say. I thought about this earlier this week. I think one thing that's pretty obvious is the older you get, the further back you push the goal the goal line as far as like how old like how old you're you're officially old when this age or okay or oh sure so yeah we're, we're not old yet we'll be old when we're 50 and then when we get to be 50 well right. we got another five years before we're old i see what you're saying yeah so instead of attaching an age to it i i i'm just running this by a i, I okay. attached a moment this is when you know you're too old okay okay um I was over in in South Minneapolis, and uh, <laughs> coincidentally, literally running back and forth between a hardware store and a, and a liquor store, which is perfect. perfect. Yeah, that sounds like half of Kurt's weekend, right? You know, not the not the hardware store, but the liquor store. I, I always I, have. I only do that both. part. Okay. Um, and it was across. It's the liquor store and the hardware store are across each other on Lake Street. Lake Street is a pretty busy street yep. in Minneapolis. So it was it was literally rush hour and I had I had to get going, I had to get moving. And uh but I also had to get beer. Of course. <laughs> and I had to go get a couple items at the So if I didn't cross at that moment okay. it was go it was gonna be like, who knows, three, four minutes that I would have to wait again. So when you're saying cross, you had to walk physically across. Physically walk okay. across the street. So you're because yeah, it wouldn't make sense to get in my car and drive around like I had to. Yeah. Yep. I'm just trying to clarify the story. Yep. So cars are like closing in. Correct. Is that what's happening here? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, you wouldn't well, have I, thought twice about it when you were 20. You would have just bounded across the. So I did think okay. once about not twice okay. once, but then I'm like, I can make this, <laughs> and I ran and I made it safe. Okay, okay. I just want to say. I probably you know, would not have made it. <laughs> Come on. That's that's what I'm going to say. You know you're old when you're like, oh, I'm not even going to try to make yeah. this. I'm just going to stay on the side of the street. If it takes me well, I know I'm old then. seven more <laughs> I think you could have made it. I'm not saying I... I found out today I have arthritis in my knees. I have I have physical evidence of it now. I have x-rays. <laughs> and so does. What? So Somebody else you share Oh with. my. Well, my dog also has arthritis in his knees, so... We wake up and take our meds at the same time every day. That's how we get our day started. Most people drink a cup of coffee. We take our meds. And uh, I think it's worth mentioning that your dog's name is Little Jerry, which I love. Because it's it's a shout out to Full name is Little Jerry Seinfeld. (laughs) So when I go into the vet and they have, you know, first checkup, they have the board (laughs) filled out. Lily is coming in today and, you know, and, and... Chuck and the, it, little Jerry Seinfeld spelled out completely. <laughs> I make them do that. I'm like, that's his full name. <laughs> little Yeti. Little Which, Yeti. of course, is the episode when it was the, the rooster. cockfighting. Yeah, the episode, cockfighting. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, God, so, so Kramer good. got a pet rooster and named it Little Jerry little Seinfeld. <laughs> All right. So first thing we're going to do is a little, little uh, eyes on big fan appreciation. So w- before we go there, so you're not old yet. I'm not old. I made it easy. Okay, yeah, well, I did, and I got it. I got it. So there. I'm always complaining about being old, and then my wife gets upset. You're not old, and then she says you're only as old as you feel, okay, right? Yeah. And I said, so I am old. Then you just proved that I'm old. I, I guess I feel old. I also think that to a certain degree, Big Kurt is Big Kurt's 
biggest critic a lot of times too. Maybe. So, yeah. That would be the, I don't know. Be my little my niece seems to be a, a critic right now. <laughs> it's creaking right now is yes. what it is. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, go ahead. Yeah. Oh, so we're going to do fan appreciation. Yeah, do fan okay. appreciation. So this yep. is a, a just we decided to put a little time aside for some specific fans who have been particularly kind over the last really last week. Yeah, a week or two. Okay. So uh, eyes on big fan appreciation segment. That's what we'll call this. First one, Levi Poppy. This young man, he's a Hawkeyes fan. Do mm-hmm. you know Levi on on I think Twitter? So, yeah, okay. Yeah. yeah, so he just DM'd me out of the blue just to say, "Hey, you guys have a great podcast. I really appreciate it. I, I'm I'm telling all my friends. So appreciate Levi. That, Levi. Yep. Thank you very much. Next one, <laughs> next one. His name is I'm not sure what this. <laughs> this is, his name is Hot Carl Malone. <laughs> Keep moving. Hot, hot Carl, same thing. <laughs> same thing. Uh, just DM. <laughs> Hold on. Let me get it together here. <laughs> Great name, hi Carl. By the way, <laughs> stop saying it. <laughs> it's his name. Um, yeah, DM to me out of the blue. Same thing. Basically, said love the podcast. Share it with all my friends. And then Golden Gophers gave us a really nice tweet. Yep. On on the twitters that we uh, that was getting shared quite a bit. And then MJ Perk, another one. So he's at Perky Perkins Penguins. Yep. Just more people tweeting out and yep. interaction. So we appreciate stuff. all the listeners. Thank you very much. And maybe because of that or somehow intertwined together, uh, a milestone was reached this week by Big Kurt and I, and, and most importantly, oh, yes, right on Big Podcast. I almost forgot about that. Okay, so when we started this podcast, our remember our number one goal was to have fun, right? Yep. Our number two goal, at least mine was, was to get media credentials for Big Ten Football Media Days. Yep. And we found out this week that, that we were both approved. Woo-hoo! We have been, been given media clearance for the Big Ten Football Media Days, July 1819. This is the email from Augustine, director, I suppose, of media relations. This email confirms that we received a registration for Big Ten Football Media Days and your request for credential has been approved. Insane. Yes. I, I didn't text that out. To every person I know, but <laughs> there was a couple people that heard from that. You want to know how this was a big deal? This this is this is the best proof I can give okay. on how big of a deal this was. My wife thought it was the coolest thing that she had heard all week. That I, is impressive. <laughs> yeah. And I didn't even bother trying to explain it to my wife. Yeah, I mean, that would have been... language barrier. Yeah, like that, that, that would have been too difficult. But I've told everybody except yeah. for my wife, pretty much. Now, the only bad thing is... It, be, it, well, it, it was a process. That was the good news. Yeah. The bad news is Big Kurt's an a-hole, and he's got a wedding that weekend that we were invited to and you know, and, and accepted and booked all of our travel a year ago. So couldn't have possibly known that this was going to be that weekend. So yep. I, I cannot go personally, unfortunately. Yep, and because it was a little too late in the process – too many business and just personal life things seeped into next week. I don't think I'm going to be able to make it no. either, but we, so we knew we were now gonna... that we know that the landmark has been reached and we've got the email address, right? I mean, that was hard to get to. Correct. So next year uh, Should... I, we want to say, we're trying to wrap, put a little bow on this to put it together. If you can stick with us for another year, we'll be there, baby. We will keep the podcast going and we will be there and we're going to have a little fun. I think my goal, I'm going to set it right now. Is to get called on to ask khaki pants a question. Okay, and I, I this week after I heard that because I, I was sitting in actually Madison, Wisconsin when we got the email. Okay, um, then you know you have a four hour drive back to the metro here, and I was dreaming at which question I would ask what coach had I. You it's know, harder than you think it would be. Oh, it would be tough. Yeah, it would be tough. My butt, butt cheeks would be clenched together in that situation. But we've got a year to think about it. Yes, we do. <laughs> All right, so um, another thing, too, that uh, I did two podcasts ago, forgot to do last po- last last podcast because I'm kind of an idiot, is trying to get the – see, we're, we're post-July 4th now. Yeah. Um, it's upon us. Th- that was, if you can remember, that was my personal that was yours, benchmark. Yeah. 
I have started digging into magazines. I have started to do the deep dives to really get to know the Big Ten Conference and a little bit out of the conference, but most of the Big Ten Conference. It is feeling as close as ever that college football is around the corner. I don't get nearly as upset when I see the countdowns every day on Twitter. <laughs> with, with that being said, a short aside, some of the polls and, and hey, tweet who you're – favorite player is not on your team yeah. that I don't it, it's it's they're trying too hard I, oh yeah we're getting to the point where we, we just want to see live football obviously. please we're uh, but with that being said speaking of live football uh so again two two podcasts ago I talked about hey little schedule stuff yep that you might not have known about mm-hmm. so what I need you to do here big Kurt and the okay. listener is is don't think right now while you're about it now while you're driving in your car or however you listen to the podcast. Think about this, the opening college football weekend, when you are geeked up to watch football, college football, because you haven't seen it in weeks and weeks, months and months. Mm-hmm. So Thursday, the 29th, we kind of already went over. Yep. Uh, by the way, I'll be flying back from California that day. I'm not real happy about Yeesh. that. Um, Friday the 30th, yep. I already have the day off. Right. Because it's a national holiday in my household. Just remain to me, by the way. Um, so first one we got to bring up just because this is a Big Ten podcast. Rutgers plays UMass. Okay. Then this is pretty interesting to okay. me. Wisconsin opens on the road at USF. That that's is the Friday. a 6 o'clock p.m. game on ESPN. See, that's going to be harder for Wisconsin than they realize. Well, Traveling down there in August? Correct. Yeah, that's never well, easy. And, and, and any every college football fan wants to see their team get off to a good start by yeah. going one and zero. Obviously, now I, I think Wisconsin fans are realistic enough to know that you know they better bring their helmets with them when they fly down to Florida yep. to play that game. I don't know how many common college football fans think about that. Fact of the matter is, if you are starting your first game on the yeah. road going to UCF when you're that far away, it's almost like playing a bowl game first game out of the year. That is crazy. To but me. USF, I think you said USF. It's USF sorry, I said right? USF yeah. first. Then I said UCF. So yeah, USF that's at six o'clock at keep in mind 30. Blake Barnett is still the quarterback at USF. Correct. Yeah. I they, mean, that's, that's a dangerous team. Yeah. He's a, he's a pretty good, yeah. he's a pretty good quarterback. Uh, two and a half hours later, kickoff another big 10 team. On the road, Purdue at Nevada. Oh wow! So That's one big team too. going southeast, another Big Ten. These are two tough starters, That's right? That's what I'm saying. Remember when Indiana kicked off with FAU? That was last IU? year. Yeah, yeah. Last it, year. they won the game, but it was a battle. Yeah, it was a battle. Yep. So that's two pretty good games right from there. Then a non-Big Ten game to uh, put a nightcap on Friday night. Colorado, Colorado State. Oh, I always loved that game. I do Back too. in the day, it was great. It hasn't been as good in recent years, but right years ago, that was a fun game. And kind of cool. It's it's not mile high anymore, but they're playing at the Broncos Stadium. Invesco. Invesco. Yeah. So pretty cool. That's a cool little Friday night. There you go. Not bad at all. Not bad. Not I'll bad. take that. All right. Um, couple, I don't know. I, I never really know where housekeeping is or isn't at this stage of the year. Don't really have housekeeping this yeah, week. We just have topics that we work yeah. through, but one, one that we were going to, to probably talk more about had we been available or uh, able to record a week ago is the Shea Patterson tweet storm fiasco thing yep. that went down, um, which flared up and went away literally in like 12 hours on Twitter, right. basically is how it was. Um, you tweeted it to me right away and I read it and anytime I see something that re- like crazy on Twitter now, like I used to just say, well, it's got the blue mark. It's got to be real, right? Yeah. I, I, when I'd, I could only think of the Ron Burgundy gif where he says, I don't believe you. I don't believe that. You. That was my first thought. The only thing that led me to believe for two minutes that it was true rather than two seconds was that. I was I was told it was tweeted out under the he accidentally he thought he was tweeting it from a burner account Mm. and then immediately deleted it once he realized he tweeted it out from uh, from his his actual account. account. Yeah. By the way, that's proof enough there that I'll never need. I I don't ever want to have two accounts because one's enough. I would not be smart enough to pull that off. I mean, I've got my old account. I don't use it anymore. But. But yeah, it's, I would screw that up pretty easy. Yeah. Not that I have a blue check mark, but I have screwed it up actually. Yeah, I'll tweet something out of my non-big hurt account, and then I just yeah delete it. Okay. Anyways, uh, the tweet itself was proven obviously really quickly to be 
complete BS. What it originally said was blah, 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 blah. Justin Fields isn't as close to as good a quarterback as I am. If Harbaugh would have let me call the plays last year, I would have been a Heisman contender. Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. Um, it, but you can understand it, it, it set off a storm. And the funny thing is like, I listened to a favorite of mine, Tom Fernelli talk about it. And he said, the, the most comical thing is that Michigan state and Ohio state fans just went off like proof enough. Oh, I'm sure it's true. It's, it's from his count. What can you say? Sure. You know, the point being is not, and I don't just mean that to Michigan state or uh, Ohio state fans, but if you are the fan base of rival fan base of that player or whatever, yeah. you're, you're willing to believe Oh, you want to believe it, right? <laughs> that sure. much more. It's easier to believe if you want to. 100%. Yeah, yeah. if you can talk yourself into it. Uh, the, then I thought it was pretty cool because then Patterson, I guess, was golfing the entire time. <laughs> was he really? Yeah, did you see that? <laughs> no, I didn't know that. Didn't have, wasn't checking his phone, was no checking idea. Twitter or whatever, and literally said he pulled out his phone after he walked off the 18th oh green, he goes, you know, the funny thing is I just knocked in a birdie, was feeling good, and then I open up my, oh, my Twitter account, and I've got, you know, blah, blah, blah mentions or whatever. So, Yeah, um, I don't know. Do you think he's thinking that? What's that? Well, not necessarily that he would have won the Heisman, but if he had more say in the offense that he, you know, if they had opened it up a little bit more, that well, he had a chance at the Heisman. I mean, that is – a thought process because maybe I, this obviously, year. obviously not. They're not changing the offense, which obviously is going to be a deep dive that we'll do once we get into the team uh, breakdowns. They're they're not they're not changing the office offense specifically because of Shea Patterson. Well, no. With that being said, I think Harbaugh recognized that there was changes that need to be made. Hey, heck, why not do it now with Shea Patterson? You got the weapons, our, right? And my guess is Shea Patterson is very confident in Shea Patterson and probably let Harbaugh know that stuff. Yeah, maybe. You know, I don't know. I, I would be very interested to know how much, you know, honest information is shared between Jim Harbaugh and one of his quarterbacks like that. I, he doesn't seem like the kind of guy that would that would be open to a lot really? of feedback. I disagree. Really? Okay. I, I disagree in the fact that I think you could walk up to Jim Harbaugh and just say, you have the ugliest face I've ever seen in my entire life. You'd be like, you know, that's interesting that you would say that. I, I just don't okay. think it would phase him. Okay. I don't think there's Maybe anybody that's ever said anything to Jim Harbaugh in his life that floored Jim Harbaugh. He's like, he's one of those guys. Okay. Does that make sense? Sure. Okay. Well, you asked the question. I was, I was kind of where we went with that. So maybe that's my question for next year. Okay. You. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So does that get us into? Yeah, I think we can move on to yeah, the, the, yeah. the meat of the podcast right, here. the meat of the podcast. Um, if any of you follow me on Twitter, which some of you do, and I think we've talked about this, this person in previous podcasts, there is a college football entity. Uh, his name is Braden Gall. <laughs> he... He works for like four different. I, I can't even well, keep it straight. So he works for Athlon. So he works for Athlon. He works for Sirius XM, the college sports. But then also ESPN. It, and ESPN owns that okay. channel now. But now he's a direct employee, I guess, of ESPN as well. Yeah, that was recent for him. And he's got his cover two podcast with Mitch Light. So yeah. And Mitch Light is the editor in chief of Athlon. Of Athlon. Yep. So they've been together for a long time. Um, and so great, great job with the Big Ten magazine this year by the way yeah i've, I've flipped Athlon, through it yeah. a lot we got a we got a little bit uptight with that just because i did oh, no, very much i i made a mistake there the lindy's lindy's, lindy's has the is big, fantastic not not the athlon because athlon didn't do one right lindy's big 10 magazine is really good amazing that is the one i've dug into the most perfect so substitute for the for not for the, having the athlon and, and maybe they heard about that that was honestly did they hear through the grapevine that athlon wasn't doing specific Maybe. conference one so they jumped in and did theirs it's theirs really is every good. bit as good i think um athlon i've dug into a little bit it's still good but athlon used to do a specific one for each conference mm -hmm. now they only do one specific to the sec right and then they combined all the conferences into one athlon magazine it's a thicker magazine i give them credit for that but i would right there say that athlon magazine based out of Tennessee. Yeah. Uh, there's, and I really do like Mitch, Athlon Mitch. Honestly, like yeah, he's on pretty the good. podcast, um, Vanderbilt grad. Oh, I didn't know that. Oh, yeah. He um, does like to rip on the Illini, but it's because Illini fans 
like to rib him. Okay. So he just kind of pushes back a little okay. bit. Okay. So it's always interesting. At least he mentions us. Right. Thanks, Mitch. Okay. Braden Gall, as he likes to point out over and over again, I think there's some sort of maybe an army background because he moved all around growing up. Right. And he he was in Wisconsin. Born in Wisconsin. Right. And then ended up back in Wisconsin, I think, in like his teen years, yep. I believe is how it worked out. Correct. And then left Wisconsin to go to school at Tennessee. Tennessee. Yep. And now lives in Tennessee. So um, it, let's just say it's pretty easy for me to hear the exuberance of Braden when he's talking about all things SEC. He loves the SEC. And Blue Bloods. And he loves Blue Bloods. But he the, probably loves Blue Bloods more than he loves the SEC. That, that could be an argument right yeah. there that you would make for that. The yeah. thing that I would say is, and I, and I challenge you, uh, people listening to us, if you listen to a, if you're a voracious podcast listener, give the cover three or excuse me, cover two podcast to listen if you want. Um, they have some really good stuff on there. They, do. they I, do. I don't listen to all the episodes, but I listen to, you know, here probably every other one. Yeah. And I, most of the ones I listen to are pretty good. They're, they're third or fourth in my podcast listening. So if I have a lot of travel time, they'll definitely make the list just like I did okay. this week. Um, the one thing I would want you to listen to, and you tell me if I'm crazy on Twitter, but it sure seems to me when they break. So during the season, they're going to do the same thing we do, which is they're going to break down the biggest games of the week and kind of go through And they usually split it up conference to conference and go mm -hmm. through it. It sure seems like to me when he's talking about the sec, he sounds as giddy <laughs> as a, you know, little schoolgirl. And then when they get through the big 10, if it's Ohio state, Penn state, he's he very excited. excited. Yes. And then when it gets time to talk about even to Wisconsin, when it gets to Wisconsin, he's like, yeah, Wisconsin. Oh, yeah, Northwestern, Wisconsin. Yeah. yeah, Boom. And he gets – and I – do you – okay, I'll stop right there. Do you think I'm making that up or, do, or have he, you um, – he, he definitely – no, you're not making it up. I mean, he definitely is more excited talking about the SEC in general. But Blue Bloods, I th for me, more than anything. So he loves t talking Ohio State. Loves it. So before we go to – But it's to weird that he makes that cutoff before Wisconsin. For real. And Wisconsin care, is, does, could care less about Wisconsin. But then he'll always back it up by saying, I lived in Wisconsin for blah, blah, blah. Like, that doesn't make any difference. Yeah, and his, to me, his dad and brother, I guess, are big Badger fans, but that doesn't Doesn't do anything for no. me. Um, the other thing I would like to point out with this, the most frustrating part of the entity that is Braden Gall is that – well, I'll step back just quick. When me and you started – the podcast, we said to each other, we're not going to hide our biases. Right. We, everybody knows that listen to this. We're, I'm an Iowa fan. You're an Illinois fan. Yep. We enjoy big 10 football and make, we, we, we have fun at the sec's expense as much as we can. Other conferences, if we feel sure. like it needs to be the point I would overall try to make is that I'm tired of college football writers acting like they're not biased. Every single human, by the way, sure. is biased, let alone college football writer, podcaster, you know, whatever, reporter. Could we just get past the this – like, just, just own up to it? I honestly think people in general would respect people more when they just say, yeah, that guy's – Probably. And, you're, and I wouldn't be as upset at somebody ripping on Iowa if it was a known thing that they were a uh, Wisconsin fan – that hates right, Iowa. Sure. I'd be like, well, dude, that's blah, blah, blah. He hates right. Iowa. It's no big deal. I'll give him credit for this, though. He he, stay, uh, he, he must be a, a big Vols fan, having gone to undergrad there, right? He doesn't act like it. No, he, no. he No, I, I'll say that. Yeah. He's, he's ripped on Tennessee just fine. Yeah. Um, that's the thing that, that uh, it frustrates me the most, is that he is this, what, I... Heaven, no! I, I'm not biased. I, I, and then the other thing is he, it, he, he throws the the stink bomb into the room and yeah. closes the door and walks away, and then he comes back in the room and says, "Hey, tell me about that stink bomb." And he's amazed when people tell him it stinks. Okay, well, let's speaking of stinks, let's go to what he okay, said on his podcast. Now we'll get into the specifics. So this all goes back. Roughly a week and a half to their July 3rd mm -hmm. podcast. They put yep. out a podcast right before July 4th. That podcast's origination topic of what we're going to go through now was him being upset at Twitter. And then he said, 
most commonly a fan base from a certain conference, which is undoubtedly the Big Ten. Trust I th- me. I thought he actually named Big Ten fans. I think he might have I'm, specifically. No, I'm pretty sure named. he did. Okay. So what Big Ten fans have been doing is ripping on Alabama for their schedule. Sure. I mean, because th- now I, I as a as a side side note, I, I'm I have I haven't been one of them. I have not ripped on Alabama. Why? Because as much as I'm sick of Alabama, I can't deny what Alabama. No, is. of course not. They're 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 they've been the girl in the room for a decade now. And as much as I kind of push back against this. SEC bias. I have nothing personally against Alabama. In fact, I respect what they do. I would even say I like Alabama to a certain degree. Yeah, love their love their uniforms. Love uniforms that they don't are change awesome. Them up. Saban's sp- great. Yep. I mean, well, I, I, it's it's hard to hate just them. I, I, great. I hate them because of who they are and how hard it is for the rest of college football to catch up. Whatever. That's a different podcast. But with that being said, because I was going to glance over this, but I I don't want to. Big Ten fans ripping on Alabama for their schedule this year in mm-hmm. 2019. <laughs> Have you looked at the schedule? I've looked at the schedule. I don't remember who they're playing, but it's pretty pathetic. I'll break it up in the three categories. Okay. Auto wins, close to an auto win, okay. and, and a tough game. Okay. Auto wins. Duke, New Mexico State, Ooh. Southern Miss, Old Miss, Arkansas, and Western Carolina. That's six games. Yeah, that's six automatic They wins. get six bye weeks. Yeah. That's a not to mention we have two real bye weeks this season. Correct. That's eight bye weeks. <laughs> yeah. For Alabama. Their starters are going to be resting a lot. A lot. Yeah. Close to an auto win. And by the way, I think tougher Big Ten fans would probably put these into auto wins. Close to auto wins. South Carolina and Tennessee. Yeah. Not auto wins, but you do have to show up. Right? Yes. Okay. So that's a whopping eight, that's eight. teams. <laughs> with the two bye weeks, like with the you two mentioned. Bye. Yeah. So then they're tough games at Texas A&M, yep. LSU, yep. at Mississippi State, yes. and at Auburn. Yeah. We don't know how good Auburn's going to be, but it's a rivalry Even game, the last so. two, at Mississippi State and at Auburn, they're they're on the road, so you get to give them credit yeah. for that. But I'm, I'm not sure how good either one of those teams are going to be this year. I mean, yeah. I, I mean Auburn's either going to be 11... Ten and one going into that game, or or four and seven, and Malzahn's right. going. I mean, that's pretty. You don't right. know with them. So. Yeah, I mean, they, they might have packed up at that point. So I, I would go even further back than before. Braden and I started, you know, interacting on Twitter. Big Ten fans have a point to make fun of that schedule this year. Well, sure, I mean that's theirs, but it's not just theirs. It's you know, this is an SEC thing. Right. I mean, they they schedule a lot of FCS teams they they've got the four they've got the prototypical games. western carolina before Auburn always before on, the the big the, rivalry game yep, at the end of the season all that stuff mixed in with the fact that you know maybe duke when was when's duke ever been great you know what i'm saying like yeah they can be like good, sometimes you right. can play the well we didn't know they were going to be good or bad when we scheduled them. Right. that doesn't apply to duke personally no. but so because Braden was so triggered by being annoyed by big 10 fans uh-huh. the july 3rd podcast was all about comparing conference or schedules of teams conference to conference. So in defending himself, he's going to defend the SEC, basically. Thank you. <laughs> I I didn't want to point that out, but yes. Yes. Does that not? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. We'll continue. Okay. Okay. So then he goes down. And what he does is he, and I will say he used percentages. Yeah. Because he understood. So he acknowledged that the ACC and the SEC and the Pac 12, right? Yeah. ACC and SEC have yeah. four non conference games. Right. So that if he just listed it off by any other, you know, uh, way to compare, it wouldn't, it wouldn't work. So he used percentages. Right. So I give him a little bit of credit. You have to give him credit there. Sure. With that. Yep. Then then he went all the way down <clears throat> and basically just said, here are the teams that the SEC and the ACC are playing out of conference. And, you know, I, I should have maybe done a little bit right in the SEC, but uh, Auburn plays Oregon, right? That's one of them. Yep. There is some infighting between the ACC and the SEC because Clemson, South Carolina, yep, stuff like that. Georgia, Georgia Tech. Georgia, Georgia Tech, things like that. So 
I'm not denying that the SEC has done a, a decent job, and the ACC had done a decent job too, of scheduling Power Five teams that they're playing, sure. and some of them are pretty good Power Five teams. Yep. The part that he just refuses <laughs> to acknowledge is that the Big Twelve, the Big Ten, and you know, mostly obviously, I'm concentrating on the Big Ten. They play nine conference games correct which means they play an additional power five team compared to sec and acc so even if you are an sec or acc team a sec or acc team that adds that power five team you're doing so to get equal to the big 12 and the big 10 now i will point out something about the acc though at least they play five games against notre dame in non-conference every year yep and and that was something that he pointed out and i get that yeah and it's a very good point degree that's that's agreed upon between Notre Dame and the ACC. Sure, but the ACC, the, the ACC plays, by by the percentage, 8.36 conference games per year if you add in Notre Dame. Okay. So I give do, the do ACC take, a little more credit there. Do we take a little bit away from the ACC for that? Because I guarantee you at least two or three of those teams... Probably don't in, schedule another P5 team. Or wouldn't schedule Notre Dame in the first place unless, unless it's they were forced, to. forced upon. Yeah. True. Yeah. Uh, something Fair. worth. Okay. I, I. So that's where it started. I just want to say, I didn't even listen to that podcast until like July 6th or 7th. Okay. It was, it was after. So there was, was already busy. some backlash on Twitter. So I'm listening to it as I was working outside doing a, a project I, I need, needed to do. And it was actually helped me fuel my project because I was getting so sure. angry listening to the podcast. Then I get on Twitter to react and I see he's already gotten lit up like a Christmas tree awesome. by a ton of other Big Ten fans. So I'm like, well, there's no need to. Sure, you don't have to. J- it's already my proof. My points. Yeah. So then he does another podcast last week. Well, that was the entertaining part for me. Is you know I listened to the first one. I knew you got fired up about it. It fired me up, and then I figured it's over. So then the, he spends the first 15 minutes of his next podcast. Defending himself yeah. and trying to justify and like clarify what no what I was saying here was this and right. like and it didn't help it just came off as pathetic correct like look you lost just move on and do your podcast that's it own up to it he and couldn't move on. let it go no <laughs> and, and you could hear the anger in his voice yes. because he was angered by people and I want to say again Athlon Mitch he just a lot of times he just sits back and he's just like. You well, go do your thing, Braden, because... Okay, there was a point when, when Braden's like, well, don't don't you think? Am I right? And he goes, Mitchell's like, okay. <laughs> that happens. He's like, can we move on? All that right, happens let's all move the time. Um, and, and, and as another aside, I think I say that a lot, but we're using Braden Gall here as an example. I see this stuff out of SEC fans on Twitter all the time. Or... SEC based, you know, publications that we all know are, you know, biased towards the SEC. Mm-hmm. That's all fine and good because number one, the first group is just idiots on Twitter. I mean, I don't take anything that some that Carl in Alabama says to heart because there's a 97% chance Carl's an idiot, you right? Know? But when it's somebody that, you know, speaks for ESPN and, sure. and writes and contributes to, to be a respected Athlon, voice for college football, that's where it co- and and. I don't get these feelings from um, uh, Bill's King. He doesn't say no, no. He, Bill is he is very uh, he cares about all college football thank you. nationally. He doesn't. I mean, I can sense sometimes a little bit where he wants to pay attention a little bit more to SEC, but to the gen- South because he, he's he, a South. He's a South. He's from boy. there, born and raised. Yeah, but he wa- he wants to include everybody, right? And uh, he obviously being Mark down Packer. there. He loves all college. Yes, football. absolutely. You Packer know, does a great another job. Another one that I want to give props to Greg McElroy on the. He, I feel that I, I don't listen to him as much as I listen to podcasts yeah. like Focus In. I'm just saying I will hear him give props to non SEC teams. Like you can tell, he's at like at least making a concerted effort to make it more rounded. Or whatever. no, he does a good job. Okay. Greg does a good job. I just have a bit of a personal vendetta against that show because they knocked Bill King. Off of Sirius XM, right? Oh, I understand that. Okay. But again, you're showing your personal biases right Yes. There, and you're not hiding it. Hey, he's my hero. Where... So, my idol. Um, so back to the July, it was like 10th or whatever podcast that was the reaction podcast. Yeah. 
So so he's he's trying to defend himself and what he then goes and does is compare who would somebody in each conference and how their schedule right. stacks up. Yeah, so then he uses Nebraska, right? Okay. To compare against Yeah, let me get yeah. So he uses Alabama mm-hmm. from the SEC, Oklahoma from the Big Twelve. Okay. Uh uh Clemson from the ACC. I think he used Washington. I can't remember from the Pac-12. And then he used Nebraska from the Big Ten. Well, and nothing against Nebraska, but they stick out a little bit amongst those other teams. Okay. They, they just ha- they're not playing at and the level yet that those to, other teams are. To any Nebraska fans that were following me on Twitter, because it would have come off as looking like me attacking Nebraska, I did not mean in this case to attack Nebraska or Nebraska's schedule. Right. My point was to attack Braden and say, why did you use Nebraska? Yeah. Why wouldn't you use Michigan in that instance? Sure. Like, what what was the motivation behind that? And then he goes on in the podcast, and he goes back again to the well. And I might be com- kind of combining a July 3rd and July 10th right. podcast. I can't remember at this. But he openly makes fun of Ohio State and their schedule. Because they're playing Cincinnati. That's their toughest That's one. their toughest non And he just kept hitting yep. and hitting and hitting on that. Right. So he begrudgingly, I would say, begrudgingly brings up Syracuse that Maryland's playing. He's like, well, okay. we'll see how good Syracuse is. Sir, we already what? know Syracuse is good. Right. See how good they are. What? They, they've we, proven they're good. Right. Uh, he's like, well, we'll see Colorado, Nebraska. He mentioned that. We'll see how good Colorado. Now that one I'll give you. We'll that see one I'll how give good you. Colorado I, yeah, is. I'm not convinced. Then he also used like, yeah, Iowa State's tough, kind of a tough game for Iowa. Iowa State is ranked yeah, in almost they? every yeah. single preseason poll. And then he begrudgingly gave it's not Purdue credit. It's not 1996. Right, right. You know? Right. And then he begrudgingly gave Purdue, Purdue credit does have for a, TCU. But and Nevada's pretty good. I mean, it's not power five. Okay. They've got a tough non conference schedule. So let's go there. Thank you. You led right into it. Okay. Those are the ones he he I would like to say spent most of the time making fun of Ohio State for Cincinnati, saying that was their toughest game. Okay. Okay. He did give props. By to the way, Mich- he did give props okay. to Michigan because they're playing Notre Dame. But okay. he kept saying, but that's the only top 15 team that mm-hmm. the Big Ten is playing. So convenient to, to stop it at top <laughs> at 15. 15. I mean, why not just stop it at 12? Right. Or 11. Like, oh, geez, maybe it's because there's a whole boatload of teams right outside the top 15 that the Big Ten is playing. Right. Like, of course. 15 to 45, which, by the way, there's a lot of good teams in 15 to 45. How about Penn State playing Pitt? Pitt won Every year. Their, their ACC division last year. Yeah. And they're. I think Pitt's going to be really good this year. So do I. And that's a rivalry. And it's a rivalry, right? Didn't even mention Northwestern going to Stanford to play on the farm. That didn't is, even mention that. That is a killer opener. I mean, the Big Ten, they've got all the teams we have mentioned this podcast that are going on the road week one right? in the Big Ten. Yeah, and those are the group of five on the road games, right? which are tricky, which another one I would throw in there. Minnesota going to Fresno State. I know Fresno State's not a they're, power five team, but they are. And they're they probably are, not the team they were last year, but however, but you don't it's, know. A, it's a program that's been up and running for three, four years yeah. now. They and won 10 Minnesota's games Minnesota's got to fly all the way to a different time zone, which is tough for any team. It oh, by tough, the way, yeah. uh, two teams right here, or four teams, right? Uh, uh, actually, I could do five. Purdue going to TCU. Yep. Okay. Wisconsin to USF, yep. Northwestern to Stanford, Minnesota to Fresno State, and uh, Wisconsin. Uh, I'm, I'm missing another one. Point I'm trying to make here: uh, Nevada, Purdue going to Nevada. Yep. How many times have you seen the SEC fly out of the SEC footprint to go play anybody? The answer is never. Florida has literally not left the state of Florida it's for like, a non-conference. It's like the it's '90s, like, right? Yeah, like '91. I think so. Yeah, I think it's '91. Yeah. Does that get mentioned in that podcast? When was the last time Bama left the South? Okay, another one, too. Not only does Purdue play TCU, they Purdue plays Vanderbilt. Oh, that's right, yes. Purdue's non-conference schedule is ridiculous. It's, it's brutal. The yes. whole schedule is ridiculous. We'll get to that yes. later. Rutgers plays BC. 
Tough one. Michigan State plays Arizona State. That's. A, Are you sensing a, a like the Big Ten just running and hiding from any kind of conference non-conference opponents? Here? Don't forget, Illinois goes to UConn. <laughs> I'm good. Actually, I've got I've got comments down here. Okay. So again, the point. I love is, our non-conference schedule this year. You should, and I've, yeah. I've got points. Here. I'm going to talk about that. Um. Again, each one of those teams already Braden Braden if you're listening I know you're not but if you're listening we can tag them we can share it with them I'm gonna try they're all playing uh, nine power five teams we know that because they're in the big ten each one of those teams we just listed off now plays ten power five teams and Purdue plays eleven power five teams and I just want to point out that the percentages that he broke down I don't have them written down but it was something like the SEC played 10% more Power 5 non-conference teams than the Big 10. Big what? That's one game. <laughs> I mean, it's literally one game. And you're and when you use the percentage, okay? There's a there's a difference between what is this empirical data and and No, actually, I'm sorry, it's not one game cuz he was going through it's like three point, games. All right, three the, games. The point is is that's where the data lies because <laughs> Why would a conference schedule more and more Power Five teams when they're already, they're already playing, playing nine? Them. Right. That's the whole point. Right. Like I, I would hope that the Big Ten would schedule less. Of course, play better. And That's I would hope the, the SEC would sc- schedule more. Of course, because they they play less. Here's right. another stat, and I don't have the exact na- exact uh, numbers, but do you think he brought up how many FCS teams the SEC well, that, and ACC are playing? I have the you exact have same nice. thing. Yeah. Well, yeah. no, I don't have the number, okay. but but the if remember. The Big Ten has the least number of teams playing FCF schools. Right. I think it's only of, three, right? Right. Three and, out of and 14. And one of them's uh, South Dakota State, which Minnesota better be ready for. Or- Absolutely. And I believe the SEC had, was it none? They I, I all don't think play they have one, I they think all every play team, FCS. Yeah. Every team has played an that's FCS right. team. Yeah. yeah. And most of them are, of course, the second to last week of the year before they play the rivals. And make so sure every team right out of the gate... They're substituting a Power Five team for an FCS team. They're they're starting the race with with ahead right yeah, from the get go. Of course, yeah, they're a step ahead right from the get go. So, but he didn't bring that up. The, and now I want to go back to Ohio State. Admittedly, Ohio State's three non conference games this year are patsies. Yep. I mean, Cincinnati, Cincinnati is not a patsy. No, they're good, but they're going to steamroll. You would think regardless. so. Right. I mean, Fickle will have Cincinnati up and running, but for yeah. the most part. And then it's to literally roll your helmet out their games for Ohio State. Okay. But but with that being said, has Ohio State run and hid from No. Ohio? I mean, the TCU, TCU game Oklahoma, was, yeah. Oklahoma, Texas, home and home. Yeah. all these are within the last eight yeah. years or right. so. They've, they've done. And another thing I'd like to point out, they've been home and homes. They've yes, gone to right. TC, or at least down to Texas, I guess. They've gone to Oklahoma, to Oklahoma yeah. right? To Texas. That was an, that was another thing. That might have been a little bit further ago, but point I'm trying to make is Ohio State gets a little bit of a uh, uh, pass here this year, and I would give that same thing. And I'll, I'll test this out, but Wisconsin also does not have a extremely challenging game. We we talked about going on the road to start USF. Yeah. With that being said, they do not have a Power 5 team, but okay. Wisconsin is also not run and hid from yeah, Power LSU, 5 Yeah, LSU, right? LSU, um, BYU, Bama. which is they like played Bama. Bama. Yeah. I mean, and then they've got uh, Notre Dame, I think it was. Uh, up it's on coming the up. Yeah. up on, point being is they do not deserve that. No. The only two teams that are not – Playing Power Five yeah, teams. Let's hear. Let's hear. Is Indiana and Illinois? Okay. Can you blame yes. Indiana and Illinois and let me, for trying to schedule three games that are not Power Five? And let me just say, for years, Illinois did not do that. We kept yeah. scheduling Power Five teams, and every year I would say, "Why the hell do we keep scheduling? Schedule a goddamn win already, right, right. for the love of God!" I mean, it took this. I, I've been saying that for fifteen years. <laughs> okay, so just in case. There, uh, but are you any... can understand that. That's my whole point. Yes. Of course I can understand you, that. You that should you'd be. You'd be stupid not to. Thank you. Okay, and to prove that Illinois and Indiana aren't the only teams that think about that, let's go through a couple SEC teams All right. see what their non-conference games are. And I'd like to point out these are four games as opposed to three <laughs> right. that Illinois and Indiana have. Correct. Listen to Arkansas's okay. off, off, uh, or out-of-conference okay. schedule. Portland State, Colorado State, San Jose State, and Western Kentucky. Yeah. 
Not not strong. That's one. That's Kentucky, it. Toledo, Eastern Michigan, UTM, and Louisville. Ute. I know Louisville is ACC. Give me a break. They were the worst team in all Power Five last year. UT, what's that? UT, UTM. I don't know. Must be an FCS. Oh, that's the FCS team. FCS team. Okay. Tennessee, Georgia Southern, BYU, Chattanooga, and UAB. Hmm. Give me a break. Give me a break. Chattanooga. They're tough. The chat works. <laughs> okay. I think that's – there's probably a couple points after I listen to this that I'll be mad at myself. That Why I, didn't I say that? That I didn't bring up of other things that – Yes. The It was a back and forth between Braden and I that started – what is today? Friday. It started Thursday. Um, I was done with it. He fired right back up this morning. So, I was off today. It worked out perfectly. I just sat there oh, okay. and fired back at him this morning and then the one thing i would bring is that i will give Braden credit for this he should be a politician he masterfully starts out and he gets you he kind of redirects it and then he redirects and he got me down this rabbit hole of comparing uh nebraska and michigan's schedule and you're like what just happened here and i'm like i how did i get down here (laughs) right i didn't mean to be the whole point i'm trying to make is to go back to how many and I just finally, I did stop at one point. I'm like, wait a second. I want to go back to the point I was trying to make f- 14 tweets ago. And by the way, great job directing us to <laughs> yeah, a for different real. topic. I give him credit for that. The The Big Ten plays nine Power Five teams already. Almost all these teams have yeah. added 10 to, or to, make, to get it to right. 10. And then he just stopped. That's it. He yeah. stopped. He even do the, please leave me alone. He, he literally tweeted He did that? that? Yeah, he literally tweeted, <laughs> please leave me alone. And I'll be honest. That's a, so, I'll be. I'll be honest. Even I, when I first tweeted him after the second podcast, and I just was like, "This is so ridiculous." I was like, "He's never going to uh, reply to me." I'm. I'm confident he's had me muted for at sure. least nine months. Sure. He he, he fired back. I well, you got to give him credit. Really, yeah. I do give him credit. For, Absolutely. I, I do give um, him credit for that. So I didn't see you guys last night, but first thing I saw this morning was was the the trail. And I just had the most ridiculous day. Line, I, I had literally no downtime. Just one thing to another to another. I wanted to jump in, but I just knew I was going to go down that rabbit hole. Okay, and, and here's so I had thing, to stay out of it. And here's another thing that the rabbit hole that we were in was com- was comparing Michigan's schedule to to Nebraska's. He is saying Nebraska's schedule is tougher than Michigan's. Well, who does Michigan play? Okay, so I so I. I, one thing I like to say, Lindy's. We just talked about Lindy's. Yeah. Okay. They had Michigan schedule. They ranked the Big Ten schedules. Okay. They had Michigan number one. Oh, okay. Nebraska's was thirteenth. Yeah. So there is a publication that put two or three writers onto the conference, dug into it. Mm-hmm. There's a gap between one and thirteen. A little bit. I'm not saying Nebraska's schedule is the easiest schedule in all of Division One football. Play Colorado. It's not as hard as Michigan's. Is the only point I was trying okay. to make. The teams that both Michigan and Nebraska play, Ohio State, okay. Wisconsin, Iowa, Maryland, and Illinois. Okay. That's five teams right there that just w- wipe them off. Yep. So you got seven left. And some of them are away and home, and it kind of makes a difference, yeah, sure. but let's simplify it down. Okay, next up, non-conference. Who's tougher, Notre Dame or Colorado? Notre Dame. How close is that? Not even. Penn State, Minnesota. I would go Penn State, even though Minnesota's not, not coming on. Not large, but pretty big. Cl- much closer, okay. but yeah. Northern Illinois or Army? Uh, Army right now. Army's literally won 11 games last yeah, year. Yeah, but, okay. but Northern's no slouch either. No, right, but who's tougher? Army. Okay, that's three now. Okay. Uh, Michigan State, Northwestern. <sighs> it's called even. I, I would Yeah, that one I would call even, yes. I'm going even on that one. Okay, but... The, Only because I think Michigan State's going to be a lot better this year. I do too. Yeah. Precursor to yeah. yes. So the rest of them are. It's it's it's. I stopped right there because it started being a horse apiece. Those are right. so every point that you could look at Nebraska's schedule and say that's a tough game. Michigan also has that game. Sure. And then they add just Army and Notre Dame alone is going to put them. Into that is it. interesting that he tried to say. Well, yeah, but it's pretty he's much saying, the same as Michigan. He's not. Yeah. Yeah. That's. Wrong, Braden. I'm sorry. Uh, it's wrong. Yeah. It's just wrong. But then I, I and I still don't even understand. He goes, "Don't you get it?" I was trying to use Nebraska as an example to help the Big Ten. I'm like, "What? That makes 
That makes zero sense. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, I literally can't even. And then the last thing I would say, I probably said that three times now, is that I got like six DMs from people that follow Which me is on great. Twitter. Or I think I picked up followers. I did. Nice. I did. I picked up like five or six followers. Should be thanking Brandon. I thank you along the no. Maybe along, we got a couple listeners out of this. I hope so. Along the way, simply because they're like, they're, but I will say, two people DM me and they're just like, they weren't cheering for me. They're like, why? Why bother? Why, why are you bothering with this? <laughs> why, why like, are why are you, you even your listening time? to that podcast? Which there is a part where I sit there and think about that myself. But yeah, I mean, anyways. again, a lot of their stuff's really good. Yep. It's a. I would recommend the podcast. Yeah, but you know, once Braden gets onto his little, just just stop his it little soapbox there. Wait, yeah. wait till the next podcast right. comes out the next week. So okay, so we'll put a bow on this specific podcast. However, we got a little special feature this yeah. week on it's the Amazon Big Podcast. Um, bonus Big edition has done a, a deep-ish dive. I wouldn't into say deep, deepish. Not, yeah, deepish. Okay, yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. not Chicago-style pizza, right? But it's not thin crust, right? It's like the stuff that let you don't even know to classify it as not new york not chicago somewhere it's got kind of puffy crust but it's not in a pan uh chicago pizza is not my it's not my bad i'm not a, i'm from chicago um it's just all not sauce. a big fan of deep dish pizza yeah. in general yeah. but if you ever go there and want to have an awesome one i will give you the place okay i'll, I'll shout them out pequod's pizza okay yeah on Clybourne and webster Pequod, see you in a year and a week when we go down to chicago that's right we'll go to pequod's there you go <laughs> okay um. Anyways, Kurt's gonna we're gonna we're gonna put a bow on this one, and then we're gonna immediately record a second one that will be much shorter. That's gonna be specific to recruiting. We know some people maybe aren't as big into recruiting as Kurt is, or other so people you don't are. have to listen. We want you to listen, obviously. But anyway, so for and I, this segment, well, hold on though. Okay. You know, our recruiting podcasts have been our most popular ones. So even more of a reason to do it. Probably just because I'm the one doing most of the time. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's why. I don't think that's anything. Shots to- fired. Shots fired. <laughs> All right. All right. So for this segment of the Eyes on Big Podcast, I'm Jeffrey DeGree. And I'm Big Kirk. All right. Thanks. Bye.